Faith says it's yours. Faith says you have it. Faith says you have it right now. It is your assurance of ownership like a title deed to a property. We're going to be discussing this in this episode. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Life is Jesus Christ with Sean Paul. Make sure you subscribe to stay connected. We pray your life in Christ be supercharged with today's message. Hello, Sean Paul with Life is Jesus Christ. Thank you again for everybody for tuning in and listening to these podcasts. I pray that they are blessing your life beyond measure. I pray that your lives are being touched. You know, we left uh, up on Hebrews 11.1 in this series, this intimacy series in how to develop an intimate relationship with God. And we've been talking about prayer and we're going to continue on with Hebrews 11.1. You know, um, having faith in prayer is a requirement. You know, obviously, if you've been in the Word enough, you're going to know that you have to operate in faith. Upon salvation, you have been given the measure of faith. You have the faith that you need. You have been given Jesus Christ's faith. It's not your faith. You've been given faith by God. This is His faith through His Son, Jesus. Amen? So, we, we're going to read uh, Hebrews 11. 1. It says, Now faith, and this is the Amplified version I shared with you last time in the podcast and, and video message, that uh, Amplified version is an incredible version to read side by side with your regular reading of God's Word. So it says, Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of the things we do not see and the conviction of the reality, the faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to our senses. I know that's a lot to say, but we're going to break this down. We're going to chew on this. So again, now faith is a right now faith. I mean, so when we pray, when we pray for something, according to God's will, his word it instantly happens in Jesus' name. I'm not saying it instantly happens to where the money comes on your desk. If you're saying, God, I need money to pay my bills, boom, the money's right there. It doesn't work that way. That's not what I'm trying to say when it says, when I say instantly it happens. But when we pray in faith, God starts moving on our behalf right now. Right now. See, we got to understand God's timing. We got to understand how God operates and we got to understand that he operates in the spirit let me give you an example you know i'm a missionary and the way i live and a lot of people don't really understand this but i don't get a salary from my church yes i get blessed from our church they sow into our uh into our ministry but we have to uh raise donations from other people as well so we have to believe that god is going to move through people's hearts to give it to our king give into our ministry. So uh, we were, uh, you know, I don't want to say lacking in in, in, in monthly funds. I'm not going to say that because that's not necessarily true. But what I'm saying is I saw where I wanted to go in ministry, what level I wanted to go to in, in reaching the loss. How many of us know it costs money to reach loss? It costs money to do radio. It costs money to uh, put gas in the truck. It costs money to go visit villages, whatever it may be. It costs money. So i said, I need an extra XYZ amount per month, so I'm going to begin to pray and believe that. Well, guess what? On LinkedIn, some guy that I didn't even know started sending me monthly support. A pastor in California upped his support. Um, There's another pastor that I'm aware of 
that have a relationship. He upped his support. Um, and it, there's a couple other situations that arose to where we were getting partners each month. And it was an answer to the prayer of God, I need extra money for our ministry. Did it happen instantly? Did it happen that week? Did it happen that day? No, it took months. It took months for this to come forth in my life. But I saw God answer that prayer. So see, what I'm trying to say is this, is we've got to know that we know that we know that we have it. I'm in now, I'm kind of jumping forward into my message as far as on the expectation, but I'm just saying it's a right now faith. We need to understand and believe that God is working on our behalf right now. I'm in. So, you know, you know, faith is a title deed to what we have through God's promises. Now, you know, I'm not going to assume that everybody knows what a title deed is. Some people may have never heard of a title deed, but you have a title to your car. At least in the state that I was in, we when we uh, uh, bought a car, paid cash, we got a title to that car. It showed proof of ownership, who owns it. So if you pay cash for it, you got a title. Same thing with property. If you go buy a house, there's going to be a title issued to that piece of property. And uh, also that title is going to get recorded at your local courthouse. And again, this is the United States. Uh, for those that's listening in other areas of the world, I don't know how they do things in the other areas of the world, but that's how they do it in the United States. So it's a document showing proof of ownership. Now, I, the analogy I'm going to do is this, is, is, and I've heard of this. See, I lived in Kentucky for many years, um, and this is uh, unfortunately happens in Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky is filled with timber, trees, lumber, uh, it just woods everywhere. Everywhere you travel, there's thick woods everywhere. Well, sometimes what happens is you have these guys that will come in to the land they know it's kind of like not being watched. They'll go log it, meaning cut the trees down, and then they sell the trees. They'll steal your trees. So um, then there are cases where there are family that had all this land, let's say hundreds of acres of trees. The 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 land is, uh, you know, somebody dies, and then in, in the probate of the will uh, of the person as far as their death and the probate, the land is given to maybe some kids that live 50 miles away, 100 miles away. And again, this is this is situations that have occurred in Kentucky. So they've never seen the land. But because of the probate and because of settling the estate, they now have a title deed of ownership to that land. I'm in. So they may have never even seen it. They've never may have never seen the land. So it's kind of like, our faith. We may have never seen exactly what we're praying for. I'm in. Same thing. They may have never seen the land that they know that they own, but they have a title deed, a contract stating of ownership. We have a title deed, a contract. It's called the Word of God. It's called His promises. It's called what. Uh, it's called when we pray, we believe by faith. It is ours. I'm in. So see, it's the same situation as far as I'm concerned. I'm in. So then all of a sudden you find out someone is encroaching on that land, meaning they go and try to log that land. They steal your trees or maybe they try to build a house on it. I'm in. Then you have a good neighbor that, hey, they know the family. They know who you are. They know that you own it. And they get a hold of you and say, hey, look, someone has built a house on your property or someone is logging your property. See, you don't need to go see the 
property for proof of ownership. You don't need to do anything other than take your title deed to the lawyer and say, see, this is mine. This is my property. And I need you to execute an order for them to get off my property immediately and sue them for damages. I mean, because you have the title deed, you have the proof of ownership. So see, it's like when the devil tries to challenge you and he heard your prayer say, God, I praise you and thank you that I'm healed of whatever, maybe this headache or this cold or this sickness or, or whatever it may be, cancer or heart disease, whatever it may be. And you say, in the name of Jesus, I know I'm healed. I know it's true. I know the word is true. I know by his stripes you were healed. I was healed upon that cross. I know this is true. I know it's mine. See, you're praying God's word. You're believing God's word. All of a sudden, the devil comes up to you and says, you sure? You sure he's going to heal you? Maybe it's that, you know, if it be thy will, you know, and I know I'm making fun of it, but you know what? I've explained it in a couple other videos. If God's promises, if God promised in his word, by his stripes, ye were healed. It isn't if it be thy will. If it be thy will would be like, hey, I feel in my heart you're calling me to move to this city. I will move to this city if it be thy will. See, those are the things we pray, if it be thy will. But we don't pray God's promises, if it be thy will, if God already gave it to you and it's yours. I'm in. I'm preaching on fire here. So anyway, I'm preaching the truth of God's word, truth of God's word that should be ministering to your heart and changing your life and, and moving and shaking you to do greater things for the kingdom of God. I'm in. So that's what it is. You have a title deed of ownership to what you pray. So when the devil comes to you and tries to lie to you and manipulate you and deceive you and scheme you, scheming, scheming you to, uh, to disbelieve God's word, you hold that title deed up and you say to him, get out of my face in the name of Jesus. This is mine according to God's word. I'm in. You know, I know some people this might be a little strong, but you know what? When we are strong in God and we're excited in God, we know God's word. This is the results. This is the results. You are confident in who God says you are and what is yours and how to live this life that God has called us to live. Amen. So let's go ahead and continue on. So, you know, we talked about timing. I want to chew on that just a little bit more. You know, to me, we have to understand that God has to work behind the scenes we have to keep on speaking faith and life over that situation. We have to keep on saying, God, I don't care how long it takes. This is mine. There's a story that I read in a book where this guy was, a couple was selling their home. And, um, you know, it was years, years they were trying to sell their home. And then they caught hold of this message of speaking faith, speaking life. So they begin to speak faith, speak life, and pray that person in, pray that couple in that would come and buy this house. And then all of a sudden, within uh, uh, a short period of time, this uh, this man came and paid cash, cash for the house. Well, while they were closing, he said, hey, I want to tell you a testimony because he found out they were a Christians and he was a Christian. And so uh, he began to share with them that I've been wanting to buy your house for the longest time. And I, I put my house up for sale and I could not sell my house. Then suddenly my house sold. And then that's why I was able to come to you and buy your property. See, the couple that was selling their home got on board with God's word, got on board with God's system, got on board with God's faith. 
system. And guess what? They begin to speak faith. They begin, begin to believe that God was going to move on their behalf and get their house sold. And because of that, and they were speaking life and they weren't speaking death, like, oh, this house will never sell. Oh, we're just never going to sell this house. Oh, no one's going to ever buy our home. You know, on and on. I've heard that kind of uh, talk all the time. They No, they were speaking, yes, praise you. Thank you, Father God. You're working behind the scenes. You're bringing that couple forth. You're bringing that couple forth. You're speaking to them. Whatever's holding them back from selling their house, there it's released now in the name of Jesus. They're going to come and buy this house now in the name of Jesus. See, that's what we need to do is we need to be speaking life over our situation, have patience and knowing that God is working behind the scenes on our behalf to bring forth those things that we have prayed for in faith according to God's will. Amen. And again, it's not if it be thy will. No, we know his will. We know his word is true. We know what his word says over our situation. And we know that we can pray in faith and believe that it comes forth. Amen. So let's go ahead and explain this a little bit more. You know, praying with expectancy, you know, anticipating God's guidance, provisions, and breakthroughs in your life. See, we should be living a life of expectation, why? Because that's the kind of God that we serve. We don't serve a dead God. We don't serve a God that's asleep. No, we serve an alive, real God that's continually continually see, uh, working on our behalf. Amen? So see, let's look at it like this. Is that a woman of expecting a birth of a baby, you know, she's filled with anticipation and excitement. Amen? So, you know, when, when when she gets that morning sickness or she gets that feeling like, wow, something's just not right. Maybe I should go take a pregnancy test. See, that's the same thing with us. You know, sometimes we just get this unction in our spirit like, whoa, something's going on. What's going on, Holy Spirit? You know, I can feel or I can perceive. You kind of want to stay away, the, away, away from the word feel because we feel with our fingers we perceive with our spirit so i perceive god is doing something see sometimes we get that perception that that drawing that that pregnancy that impregnation impregnation i don't even know if i'm saying the word right but being impregnated in the spirit the seed of something being planted of working on our behalf amen so it's the same thing with the woman you know, then she goes and takes a, a pregnancy test and then uh, she realizes I'm pregnant. You know, so now there's this anticipation, there's this excitement, the expectation building between her and her hub husband of this child that's going to arrive. But see, it's the same thing where you see God begin to be uh, speaking promises in your life and you're beginning to see it come forth in your life. It's kind of like when I started businesses where I you know, entered into the mission field where I knew that I was entering into the mission field. See, that was a seed being planted inside of me. And there was an expectation of seeing God bringing forth what he has promised me in my life. Amen. So see, what do the couple do? See, they begin a time of preparation. So see, it's the same thing. And I'm going to speak about it in a second with my businesses and with uh, my ministry and the same thing in your lives. You know, they go and uh, they go to the room and say, this is going to be the room for our baby. You know, they begin to buy clothes they begin to decorate the, the baby room. They begin to paint. They begin to, you know, uh, put up the drapes that match this, the color of the child's, you know, uh, 
uh, sex. You know, they you know they have all these uh, reveal parties and stuff. Oh, it's a boy. It's a girl. We're gonna you know decorate it like a, a for a girl or a boy. Like my daughter, she just had a baby recently. Did the same thing. You know, so see, you know, they go to the doctor's appointments. They talk about, they talk to the doctor about the birth plan. You know, they go through uh, all these type of classes on how to have a baby. You know, there's just so many things. I remember my wife, she read a book on expecting a baby, what to do. You know, there's just so many things. But see, it's the same thing. We should be doing the same thing in the spirit. We're seeing preparation. We should, uh, we should be preparing. If we prayed for finances, like I told you, I... Uh, pray for finances to increase my ministry. Uh, what for? You know, to go spend it and go blow it and go have a great time? No, that's not what it was designed for. That's not why I prayed for it. No, I prayed to be able to go on radio more. So I prayed to do more so with the life of Jesus Christ, to grow life of Jesus Christ more. So see, it's the same thing. There's a preparation that we take place, you know. It's like, you know, uh, when when I started my business, I did research. I did research development. I Looked at marketing. What should I do here? I purchase equipment. I look for locations. You know, um, you know, there was just a lot of time of preparation in developing that business. It's the same thing with life of Jesus Christ. My wife and I made a decision in November of last year of 2022 is that we were going to develop a website called Life is Jesus Christ. Now, I'll tell you this: as time went by, we began to to look at how God would use Life is Jesus Christ. Uh, and and how we would use it to spread the gospel, and what target market would we look at? And I will tell you this: it, it did adjust over time. It did. We did have to make some tweaks over time. But I believe that we're on the right path. But see, that's the whole entire uh, component of being critic uh, to listening to the Spirit of God, allowing Him to lead and guide you. So it's the same thing with the woman. You know, oh, I, I, something's not right here. I'm not, I'm sensing something's not right with the birthright here. They go to the doctor. The doctor looks at, oh, well, there's just a little adjustment here. You know, I need you to take, uh, you know, the, this vitamin or whatever it may be. I, you know, I've never had a baby, obviously, but I'm just saying that, you know, we got to be in tune with the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us as we are believing and expecting God to come forth and bring forth that promise that he has made to us. Amen. So see, you know, she also may be experienced physical discomfort, emotional ups and downs as she approaches the due date. See, we could do the same thing in birthing God's promises, plans, and purposes in our lives. See, we need to, uh, you know, uh, we just need to know that God is working on that behalf and not allow anxiousness and emotions to rise up you know, I remember going to the uh, to the mission field in 2008. God spoke to me and said, "You will move to Honduras. You will be a missionary in Honduras." It took us five years to do that. Now, I'm not saying we we went too late. I'm not saying that we held out. I'm not saying we should have left right away. I believe that we left at the right exact right time. I remember that I told my wife in April of 2013 in our family room that I am going to the mission field in October of this year. And so, you know, I mean, we are going to the mission field in October of this year. And so we came in agreement. We went to our pastors, talked to them. They came in agreement. Everybody was on board. And guess what? October 31st, I went, we went to the mission field. I'm in. So see, it's important to understand 
that there's a time of preparation. There's going to be times of emotions. There are going to be times like in those five years of getting to the mission field. Sometimes I was like, what is going on? Why is it so difficult to get to the mission field? There was one time that I just literally gave up. And the reason why, you know, I love my wife dearly, but, you know, we just weren't quite in agreement about the mission field. And so, see, there was just kind of that working together. Now, we've been married going on 37 years. We love each other. We've worked through so many, you know, moves and businesses and whatever it may be. But it just kind of took us time to kind of come together in 2013 and actually make the move to the mission field. So, you know, so there was those emotional moments. There's those ups and downs. But guess what? I always knew that God was working behind the scenes. And yes, I did at one time threw my hands up and just said, I ain't doing this. I'm done. I'm trying to work with my wife and it's just not working. It's like two weeks later that that didn't work too well because guys like, you know, puts put the screws down on me, like put the pressure down on me. And and it, life wasn't enjoyable for those two weeks. And finally, it, it, you know, at the end of the two weeks or whatever it was, I, I remember I was driving my car and I threw up my hands. Yes, I was threw up my hands. I know I threw up my hands. I was driving. I probably drove with my knee at the time, but but I'm just saying, I said, I give up, God. I give up. I will go to the mission field. So anyway, you know, those times of believing to bring forth those promises that we know that God is bringing us, sometimes we're going to deal with those ups and downs, and we just got to fight through it. The devil's going to try to convince you that it's not yours. Just don't believe him and keep on running the race. I mean, so ultimately the woman trusts the process of the childbirth. Um, you know, for uh, uh, in, in childbirth and support of her loved ones to bring her child to uh, to a you know a, a place in the world. You know, ultimately we must trust God's pro- uh, process of bringing forth what He has promised and spoke to us in our lives. No matter how many times it gets frustrating, I had to go back in prayer and seek His face many times over, many times over to gain the peace in my heart and to keep on moving forward. You know. Uh, like 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 right now with life of Jesus Christ. I'm not going through the the ups and downs right now with life of Jesus Christ. Things are going great. Things are going smooth. It's exploding. Growth is going forward. You know, we're reaching around the world with life of Jesus Christ. We're connecting with pastors around the world. You know, so I'm just saying things are just awesome in this situation. But I can tell you this, there's times I got to go into prayer and say, "God, look, what where do I need to tweak this? What this is the situation that's arising. What do I need to deal with right here? How do I fix this? God will give me the wisdom. God has given me the wisdom and insight every single time. I'm in. So see, you know, we just got to allow that expectation of his word to come forth, his truth to come forth in our life, to burn in our hearts. I'm in. So see, we look for his plans and purposes to come forth in our lives. I'm in. And then let's go ahead and go on. We got a few more minutes to talk about this. Practice listening during prayer, allowing God to speak to your heart, reveal his will and direction. You know, sometimes we just need to do this. And for those that can't see this, I'm doing this, zipping my mouth shut. I'm sorry to say this, maybe it's a little crude, but sometimes we just got to keep our mouths shut and listen to God. When we go to prayer, it's not all about us whining and crying to God and saying, I don't have this. I don't have that. Why can't I have this? Why can't I do that? No, it's going to God in prayer, in faith, believing his word is true, speaking life, not death, 
and then shutting up and allowing him to speak to you and, and talk to you and show you and lead you and guide you. Now, you know, for those that might be listening that doesn't believe in the Lord, you might think I'm crazy because I think I hear God. Guess what? I've been doing it for 33 years. I don't live a life full of drama, chaos, whatever it may be. I don't have to uh, encourage myself in the sense of meaning, listen to all these secular, uh, 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 you know, self-help books and tapes. No, I got God's word. I got God speaking to me and, and leading, guiding me. And you know what? I, I listen to God's voice. I'm not saying they're always audible. I've only heard God's audible voice one time, but no, he speaks to my spirit, my, my soul, my, my mind speak to my spirit. And I understand what God is saying. That's a whole nother lesson. I'm saying, been doing it for 33 years, live an amazing life, live a life of peace and guidance and direction from God. I'm in. That might've been definitely for somebody to hear and listen to and realize that God is real and God wants to move in your life. Amen. So the thing, but again, is, you know, we got to practice in listening during prayer. Don't get discouraged. Learning to hear God speak takes time. It's like riding a bike. We got to learn how to ride the bike, learn how to balance uh, in the bike. And I remember years ago, there's a minister that talked about giving his life to Jesus Christ. He was a new believer in Christ. And, uh, and he was learning to listen to the voice of the Lord. Uh, and again, it, it's a still small voice. It's like your conscience, so to speak. Uh, it's, your, it's your conscience speaking to you, but it's through your spirit to your soul. And so see, um, he was talking about how he would uh, practice listening to the spirit of God speaking to him. And then he would do this and it would work out. Wow, okay, I get that. And then it, he would do this and it wouldn't work out. Now, wait a minute. I this is what I sensed during that, and this is what this is this is what happened. Okay, now I get it. I see, I see. Then he would again try it again. And then in time he would learn to know what the, is the voice of the Lord. And then he would learn what is not the voice of the Lord. It's the same thing as follows. As far as following peace, I always teach you we should follow peace and not, uh, if we have like a grieving in our spirit, we should not follow that. We should stop in doing what we're doing. And I told my daughter the other day, she's going through a situation in her life, you know, she was trying to make a decision. You know, she's been raised in her home. She knows these things. And so she was kind of getting a little frustrated, a little confused about the situation. She didn't know exactly how she should handle it. I said, baby, you really got to follow peace. And she said, I just don't feel right in my spirit. I just don't feel right about this situation. I said, stop right there. See, that's the spirit of God telling you, don't do it. So then she went ahead with the interview. It was trying to, uh, looking at a job situation. She went through the interview because she already told the lady she was going to do the interview. But then she just, in the interview, she said, look, I'm sorry, this is just not right. This is not going to work with my schedule. This is not going to work with my situation. And I just can't accept this job. Um, again, I apologize. She didn't say that during the interview. She actually said that after the interview to the person. I apologize. So anyway, she just, she said after she told them that she can't take this job, it's not right, it's not going to fit her schedule, a flood of peace came in her spirit. I said, baby, that is it right there. Learn to 
follow it and it will never fail you. And so that's just one component of practicing listening uh, uh, during your prayer time. We're going to pick that up next time and we're going to talk about that. So make sure you stay tuned. We're going to chew on that for a little while. So as you know, I always like to pray. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for all those that are listening. I pray that you touch their lives, you bless them, help them learn to have an effective prayer life. Help them learn how to pray properly, pray your word properly, live your word properly, and have a uh, a life of blessings in you because they are following you and chasing after you. And Father, I just, in Jesus' name, and I pray for those that are listening that doesn't know God. It's a simple prayer. You simply have to ask the Lord into your heart. You simply say, Lord Jesus, I love you. I want you into my life. I want you to be the Lord of my life. I believe that you went to the cross and you died on the, upon the cross for my salvation and for my sins. I, I believe that I am forgiven. So I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And I thank you, Lord, that you are now the Lord of my life. Lord, help me find a church to go serve in, to be discipled in, and to serve in. And so that I can go and be a part of your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm in. Well, anyway... Bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned. We have so much more. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Sean Paul here, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. My heart is that you find the life Jesus Christ has for you, that you truly become fulfilled in Him. And make sure you subscribe and stay tuned because we have a lot more coming. God bless you.